Hello. As many people know, my name is Marcus Guzman. Today I'm going to pose as a knockoff serial. I'm going to prove my own theory in a non versus state of Baltimore's case. Now, I will provide a brief uh, background story, I guess you could say, for the incident and the tragedy that has happened. I mean, a 17 year old girl that is going to Woodland Law High School. Woodland Law High School. She's been dating this guy in the Anan. Anan is Muslim. He's not allowed to date. She's been off and on with this guy. And they don't know what they are right now. No one does. No one in the school or anything. They don't know whether they're off or on. Ever. But they do remember the incidents that have happened at past dances. At the homecoming. Where Adnan's parents found out that he was at the dance with girls. Where they actually came and embarrassed him in front of his whole entire school. Where yes, they do talk about how Adnan is not embarrassed. But in reality, who wouldn't be embarrassed? Adnan is so embarrassed. And Hay is also. She has to deal with this. And it's one of the most substantial things that makes them break up. You know, they're usually like, like before this and everything. They're like any other high school relationship. It's an ordinary relationship mixed with jealousy and continu- continuous and consistent uh, like uh, hangout dates, I guess you could say. But another thing that they were, you know, that they had in their relationship is, is the off and on ability. They were often and often, often on. Like most high school, high school relationships, you know. But the last time, where Hay writes in her diary, stating about another boy in her life, Don. Don is a 21-year-old male that works at Lens Crafters, and that's where they met. Is lunch crafters. 21 year old male, where he, I don't think they precisely say where he went to high school. This is her new boyfriend. This is who Hay leaves a nun for. They, they go on a date January 1st. They start dating soon after that. Hay goes missing January 13th. No precise time of when she dies, when she's strangled to death. Adnan, her ex-boyfriend, is the main suspect in this case. When in all reality, why wouldn't he be? In all reality, why wouldn't you put him as a main suspect, you know? It's, it's the most common thing. I would even deem that the same way. If I was a prosecutor, if I was someone else, how do you know it's the same thing, you know? Say, oh, the ex-boyfriend, he's guilty. 
There's no possible way he's not. But when you listen closely to this trial, when there's an alibi, when there's someone that knows every little graphic detail about this, this tragedy, yet they're supposed to be such close friends. What, what close friend would snitch out their supposed best friend? In this case, we're talking about Jay and Anand. Specifically, Jay Wilds and Anand Syed. Jay Wilds is a 19-year-old kid that had just graduated from Wenlan High. Or, precisely, I don't know if they do say when, if you graduated or whatnot. So he's a Wenlan, or alumni of, of Wenlan High. La High. He's dating Stephanie. Stephanie is a girl that Don or that Adnan has dated before. No one knows if they have a secret relationship now. Maybe even Jay is suspicious of that. There's so much suspicion in this case, and there's so much theories that could go all around. This is why it has professionals baffled, baffled in every aspect. We don't know who killed. Hey, we really don't. There's not enough evidence in any aspect or in any criteria. Who killed Hey Minli? In this fellow, in this following podcast, I'll provide you with brief evidence on why I think, and I know, and my intuition tells me, Jay Wilds killed Hey Minli. Let's start off from the jump. Let's explain who Jay is, what peers think of him, what peers say he looks like. Then we'll go on to his future, which is now his past for us. His tone. He's a good guy. He's a good, respectful man. Whether it's whether it's all proposed as a fake personality or if it's real. He's consistently respectful in regards of conversating with Anand's lawyer. This is key. This is one of the biggest keys. She tries to get him to get frustrated. She tries to get him to get antsy, whatever she could do. She tries to bore him out. He stays consistent and alert. Says the answers in regards of yes ma'am, no ma'am. It's key. Christina's trying to use this against him. Christina, in the case, uses his inconsistencies and his fibbing in so many aspects and so much criteria against him. She even asked him bluntly, You killed Hamie Lee, no? And he asked, and he says, no, I did not. He reinstates that, actually, I should say. She asks this so bluntly because he's, he, he won't think about it. And he doesn't think twice about it. He, does, he says, no, ma'am. Is this weird? Maybe. Is this a coincidence? Maybe. We don't know. Professionals don't know. Nobody knows. 
my intuition tells me that it differs. His physical description. He wore a tie, handsome and thin. Had a banana lot from being so tall. Looks would compare it to Dennis Rodman. Always tight hair, piercings everywhere. Or piercings every, like, like I guess you could say everywhere. He defied, he defied a physical description of a black male. You know, like you, it's it's not so often right, that you're gonna stereotype a black male as a man of piercings and listens to punk rock and everything. The things that he does, he lies consistently. But this is in regards of maybe him trying to limit his role or protect someone. Maybe he's trying to omit himself and insert a non as the killer. Maybe he did all of this and just omits his name and puts in Anand's. He knew exactly how the murder happened. And then it's accomplished, Jen. They could have went over this story many, many, many times. He actually he actually proceeds and admits this, to this story while he's high, too. Anand and Stephanie may have had a relationship, so maybe Jay could have tried to get at, hey, when she rejected him and he just burst out and killed her. We never know. There's, there's so many theories upon this theory. Jay is high when he admits to most of the most of the story he tells to the cops. His opportunity his opportunity is limited. He has a car. He has Adnan's car. Stephanie or hey doesn't know him. There's a brief time where Timelines are deferred. Where someone states that she's talking to him, that she's having a direct conversation with Hay after school, right before the wrestling match. It's it gets later than two thirty six. That's what she says precisely. Another person states that she goes to the snack bar right after school every single day consecutively and buys the same exact thing. There's opportunity right there. Or she gets out of the car. This is what someone had stated before. I forget her name. She gets out of her car. She lets it keep running. Doesn't acknowledge if she locks it or not. Does not state that. That could have been Jay's opportunity. That that is that is wild, and that would be like a serial killer move, of course. Yes, yes I, I totally understand that. But what if it's out of frustration? What if it's everything that's built up? In regards of Sarah interviewing Jay, she tells him that Adnan says she didn't do it. He's so angry and aggressive, but out of frustration, it looks like he would want to hit a wall or an object, you know, to let out all the anger built up. You know, he has played the cross before. BMXing, BMXing was a hobby he digged, but he's just so upset that Adnan supposedly won't admit it what is there to admit what is a man in prison that has served over 15 years approximately 20 years he Adnan has stated I didn't try so hard because I thought this thing would blow over and I'd be out I had to get my justification of everything another thing but the thing that Jay keeps consistent 
say so it's consistent of the main details of the story, but some some things that would alternate the timeline. Those things stay the same. He consistently says, if Anan didn't do, didn't, then who did? He also states, I can't believe he won't man up and admit it. There's so many inconsistencies, but he keeps the inconsistencies to line up with the state's timeline. In my opinion, in my intuition, intuition and logical thinking, the state pushed Jay's timeline to fit correctly just to convict Adnan. They didn't have no further evidence. They didn't have enough of anything. They did this just because they wanted to convict Adnan. That's why there's so many things. Like, like I don't know precisely where it talks about it because I, I know all of this information, but I don't I don't precisely know it. I don't have it written down. And I'm only I'm doing this one one time and it's twelve thirty in the morning. Where it would have took it would have took great time and great effort. Let me let me actually find this. Jay's behavior in a weird situation with Josh. Jay and Josh, they're very, very, you know, friends. They're best friends. Josh gives him a knife. A knife, I suppose. A knife, a, a dagger, you know. Something you, you could shank someone with. And it's, it's, you know, you might you may feel weird why I'm so traumatizing this so much. What and what in someone's bright mind are gonna start arguing with the guy and saying you're gonna stab him because he's never been stabbed before? To me, that's psychotic. That's a sociopath, if you ask me. That is not some regular thinking. It's it's in factly emphasized as irregular. No one says that. And no one states it out loud. It's weird how he does that. Another thing is weird is that Stephanie doesn't talk about the story at all, ever. And I do, I do, I do feel Jay, Hanan, and Stephanie are connected one weird way. No one knows to this day. No professionals, no experts in any criteria or anything. No anything. There's no. There's no bolts and cutters. There's there's no and bolts and cutters is like an analogy thing. Like I'm not like I'm literally talking about bolts and cutters. There's there's just no cold cut evidence that would convict a non fully or anybody else as killing Haming Lee. And the fact that as a parent you don't have justification for your for your daughter's death. Must be astounding and so hurtful towards them. It's just, it's so weird. Stephanie was on the magnet program, and that I would like to emphasize right now. She's on the magnet program, you know, which is like an AP capstone back then. Jay, he always had a job and had to take care of his mom. Oh, and in fact, I, I will correct myself, it was actually Chris. Chris. Jay and Chris had weird arguments. Was gonna stab his friend just because he has never been stabbed before. Weirdo. 
maybe Jay told Chris's story but it was a different aspect of story Pool Hall too Jay's story of Anand killing her and then Anand turns to kill Stephanie Stephanie didn't talk to anyone about the story you know that's just one of the big things motive Stephanie tells him to why would Stephanie tell him to? Stephanie's jealous Stephanie's jealous as she gets at none. Jay doesn't see it as this though. Then he does. He does see it as this. He'll do anything. He'll do any absolutely anything for Stephanie. Stephanie says to kill. Hey. He does precisely that. He then blames it on Anand because he he knows the attachment Stephanie has for him. The motives and means is clear. Opportunity is limited, very, very limited. That would, it's the only thing that would that would bring down my theory. The inconsistencies of this is so weird. At first, he tells the cops he knows nothing involving A. Then he comes clear. He then explains he knows everything, but to an extent. Jay was swimming and saying he didn't know anything, you know. Another thing is Jay didn't tell. Jay didn't tell. Um, wait. It's Jen didn't tell the cops anything. The cops associated with Jen. Jen didn't know what to do. Jen said nothing. She calls Jay. Huh, we don't, we don't know precisely about this call. She calls Jay. They make up their story. They've repeated to each other multiple and multiple times. And and beyond me, it's it. Most of these things are just are just my intuition, judgments. They're not they're not actually stated in anywhere as evidence. You know, I've had many many theories. My theory has still been the same with Jay that he he's he's suspicious. Whether it was Jay Adnan and Stephanie together, whether it was just Jay, whether it was Jay and Stephanie, whether it was Jay and Stephanie versus Anan. Whatever it was, I felt Jay was fully involved to an extent of some sort. You know, it does pay off later in because he sold his after twenty years his records piled up. Mishaps after mishaps. Miss Kennedy actually tells me um, he encountered a cop where he assaulted the cop and didn't serve not one time. I keep in mind it's 12.33 and it's tiring. I just moved my headset so that might have caused some ruffle. Now I'm drinking water. There's many inconsistencies with Jay. Where Jay and Anand met up and seen a dead body. He changes that up. Says he even he's seen it outside of Best Buy. 
it's just it's just too weird. He also states that Anand called him from a Best Buy payphone. But Sarah and the investigators look it up and there's no payphone that actually exists. But the investigators at the time didn't look into this at all. Investigators were so sloppy on this case. Maybe Raysom has paid a uh, role on this? Maybe. Despite knowing any of this to be true. We have to keep digging. Another thing is. Adnan paid Jay. To cover up. Yes, yes, that this could be a key thing that no one actually does think about. Anand does have a phone, he's rocking with the phone. Must have money. But why wouldn't Jay cover up anymore? But then Jay admits no money Jay no money was involved. He just made it up. Another thing is that that surprises me as Jay's involvement is why didn't Jay go to the cops? He already is a as as a snitch. Why not snitch before it even happens? You know. He he also does acknowledge that he didn't know it was true or anything. Of course. Yes, and I totally understand that. But why don't you just lie now? Hmm. You tell me. Another thing that he says is where they went after the murder. Another version, and then another version says they didn't go anywhere. Another thing is Jay didn't help. Jay didn't help dig. But another thing, he he says he did. He did help dig. He did help bury Hayes Pony. It's just too many things. He has means. He has a he has me uh, mo or motive. But the opportunity is such a slim part in this, and I know it. And it's gonna lack this. I do know. There's just so many, so many things that persuade me to think Jay did kill Hey Mean Me. He was too jealous. He was jealous. He wasn't doing anything. Stephanie told him to do it. And he did it. Because he'll do anything for her. In all reality, most of these things actually add up. Like, it totally does make sense, you know? And of course, I haven't provided enough factual evidence, but this is, you know, this is the end of the year project. It's 1237. And I'm trying my hardest, you know. There's just so many things that I feel that Jay truly did omit his name. And just said, Anand, cover it up. It's the most reliable manipulative way. He's so good. I feel there's so many significant factors that play in on this role. It's absurd. You know, like it really is. Jay's now been in jail countless times, but has never served more than a day. 
besides not be used, does not make like not make you despise anything that has happened. He's never served time. Snitches don't serve time. I mean, yes, they could could get bored in, in um, the overprotective place, which I always forget the name of. I think it's something PC or like protectional care unit or something. I forget what it is. But it's just so many things that make me suspicious. Jay did it. And I truly do think he did. I truly do. You know? Jay used Adnan's car together. There's so much evidence that kind of does prove this theory. But then there's so much evidence that doesn't, you know? Like, And I totally do understand that. Call logs. Let's talk about call logs because I haven't got into this. Call logs, I really do think that Jay just made those up. How do they not all configure to the same to the same cell block? I should or not cell block, um, same cell tower. He made them up. That's why he called them from Best Buy. It's evident. It really is. Most of these ping back to the Best Buy's cell tower. In reality, he just called them on and just called them from Best Buy. There's so many things that I have so much more to touch on. You know, like, and, and it's truly remarkable. This case, this case is truly remarkable. listening to my podcast and I hope you guys have enjoyed and I hope I do get a good grade it's gonna be you truly are my favorite teacher you and Miss parents you guys have truly showed me a lot this year you guys have made one of the most significant impacts on my life ever me and you have became so close to where I almost like at the beginning I would envy getting that close with you I I I loved you and, and with a with an intelligence level. I was so intrigued by you, but now like we're so close and like I see everything that we connect with, and you just you've inspired me on a whole new level. I do hope you understand this, and I do hope you feel that I provided enough evidence on a lot of different aspects of this. Thank you. Thank you for listening. Marcus Guzman. It's time to clock out. Good evening, everyone. It is Marcus, and I am including my part two on this. Or my part B, I guess you could say. On how we feel, on how cereal is approaching all of this stuff and I feel cereal is way too biased way too biased in almost every aspect I could actually think of Sarah is just she's too emotional without none she sees everything 
way way too one-sided and that's in my opinion I, and I've seen it many many ways and I, I do feel like and I extend like I do feel like I have that view of Adnan sometimes because of this I'm not saying it's because of her like what what she's she's like how she's approached everything no I'm not I'm saying how she uses her sympathetic ways and how she talks about Anan it's just makes you defy him as a good guy like he has good character and everything but of course there's there's many different things we could talk about and one of the big things is is that she's way too biased she's horrendously biased because Anan and her talk every day like she says she says it she really does you know they have a they have they have a significant and impactful relationship and friendship why would you think your own friend is a murderer although she is she is hearing just for another peer but would you try and defy everything and would you try and seek everything out to label and deem this guy as guilty this is why I, I feel so many ways the serial is way too biased it's a hypocrite to their own investigation Hip hip hypocrisy is absurd if Jay was put into this, into this situation and Anand was Jay, I feel they think that Jay would do it. Like, oh yes, yes, Jay did kill her. Hey, it's evident. That's his, that's his ex and, and proof everything that goes against. Like, oh, he called uh, he called Nisha, that, that call was too long, blah, blah, blah. He gave the car away. He, he rode home with her. He... This is how she was strangled because she was strangled with no resistance and because she knew Adnan or and like it's it's just the hypocrisy of it is real, it really is. And to an extent of like where where do you see yourself? Sarah. Where? Like like yes you come you come towards a conclusion at the end but you don't really because like I'm saying you have a special affection towards Anan you know like like she, she feels bad for him the sympatheticness of it is she it really does it, it really has a biased point of every of all of it you know like they talk on the phone every day, and yes, Adnan does admit that he doesn't—he doesn't acknowledge feelings in this because he doesn't want to be deemed as a—he doesn't want to be deemed as a manipulative person, and and she cares about him, and that's why—that's why he's—that's why he's not guilty, that's why he's innocent. That's—it's because of his personality, and he—he he emphasizes this so critically and so perfectly, but yet he still does take a take an approach of sympatheticness not not just sympatheticness it's emotional and it's evident it's highly evident but 
my name is Marcus Guzman, and I, I, I'm a knockoff. I'm of cereal. I have proved my own theory in many different aspects, and although I, you may not see that, I, I have pretty good critiquing of it. While I could have had better and all, I do state that I feel that Sarah is biased towards this whole entire topic. And while I do support Adnan, I do, do still believe he, he did have something to do with it. Well, this is Marcus Guzman checking out for the second time. This is Cinnamon Toast Crunch. And we'll be back with another episode next season. Thank you. Hello, good evening once again. This is Marcus. One thing that I forgot to touch base on the other episodes is why I think um, Jay is guilty. And I didn't, I didn't emphasize the fact how he has all of the murder weapons. Not, 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 actually, not, I am, do not take me up on this, not all of the murder weapons. All of the things that have all of the DNA and forensics that's needed to charge someone with murder. They're all owned by Jay. And Jay all voluntarily threw them all away. Does that not make it suspicious? Why would you do all that stuff away if you're innocent? Why would you let someone else use that stuff if you're innocent? It's, it's, there's too many coincidences in this, you know, like, the gloves, the, the shovels, the, the clothes, all of that was thrown away because he was scared. He didn't want to be suspected as the killer but he did everything a killer would do to try and get away with it like oh okay like you know it doesn't make sense but like a lot of these things don't make sense Jay Wilds killed Amy Lee Amy Lee